I'm sold out, 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 for Jesus Christ, I'm sold out, for Jesus Christ, I'm sold out. This song for the sinners, repentance, based in them Christian beginners, led by the spirit that send me And we're gonna pick up on Revelation chapter eight, and we're just gonna look at a few verses today. And we're gonna do our digging into the scriptures. You're going to dig into it. You're going to find out some of the stuff that it says like we did uh, not the last time. Last time we just wanted to see what your, your knowledge was without really looking on your phone or going into the scripture. Today what we're going to do is take chapter 8 and let me read it and then I'll tell you what we're doing. But first let's pray. Lord, I just pray right now that as we examine the scriptures that you would give us an eagerness and a hunger to hear what you're telling us from these few verses today. That not only was it something that the Apostle John experienced a couple thousand years ago, but you want us to know what is the significance of these passages today in our lives. So go before us now. Bless this time we have together and just open up everybody's heart and mind to hear your, what you want to tell them. And we just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. We are going to look at nine verses. Okay, we're just going to go through the couple trumpets today. Now we're getting to the trumpets, but, you know, we've been doing this for a couple months, and we have this scroll that has these seven seals on it. Okay, and we've seen six seals broken. Today we're going to see the seventh seal, finally where the whole scroll can be opened up. Okay, so let's look at verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Now, I'm not going to stand here for half an hour, but a little funny, right? When you just all of a sudden everything stops. Verse 2, then I saw the seven angels who stand in the presence of God. Seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel with a gold incense burner came and stood at the altar. He was given a large amount of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the gold altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up in the presence of God from the angel's hand. The angel took the incense burner, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it to the earth. There were thunders, rumblings, lightnings, and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and hail and fire mixed with blood were hurled to the earth. So, third of the earth was burned up, third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain ablaze with fire was hurled into the sea. So a third of the sea became blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Okay, there is tons of stuff in this. So many things are taking place in just those eight verses. All right, so here's what you're doing. Pick out those things that you don't know. 
what they mean. Find one or two things, research it, come up with it. You're sitting next to a few people, that's your group, okay? Um, you four guys are right back in there, decide who the spokesman is. You three guys, why don't you three guys just join together? Um, you three boys are good, and why don't you come up with uh, Nicole Hunt and uh, Katie, and that'll be your other group, okay? Guys, why don't you sit in one row here together so you can research it. You can use your phones. You're looking through those things. Some of the things that i like you to try to hit, if you're not sure just what you want to do, is think about the incense, think about the trumpets, think about that silence for a half an hour. And if there's anything else the Lord has put on your heart, go for it. We're going to give you about eight to ten minutes, and we're going to start that now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, guys, we're going to start. Now, again, I know that you might, it's not going to be in sequence as far as what you pick, but that's okay because what we'll do is take your input and then we'll go back and finish up with the eight verses. Okay, what the Lord put on my heart. So, who's spokesman for our first group? Rye, what do you got, Ray? Did you discuss why there was silence? What the idea was? Okay. Group number two. Who's your spokesman? Okay. So why don't we just silence for 30 minutes? Or I thought was, well, the other one, the first six deals were all the bad things that happened. So when the trumpets came down, they were saying, oh, shoot, something else bad is going to happen. So they were afraid. So they sat there in silence, not to have any changes. They just didn't want to make Okay, because remember, six seals didn't bring any good stuff, right? And this was the seventh seal that was going to open up everything good. Anything else? Okay, group number three, who's yours? Well, we okay. all started like we did the lanterns. So. Okay. But um, I was supposed to put up like the, the silence. And like the silence, it says, was a sign of God's impending blessing and judgment. He was still saying. Because like it also happened when there was a, a flood or whatever, so the signs were still flooding. Cool. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. I wasn't aware of those two silences. That was good. Tim? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. That's good with the economy and trading. That's big. And who's our spokesman for ladies? Okay.
serves her as a place of abortion and security for all of Nana's children to live with the management authority of the Nan, also um, monitoring pretty well mm. water and being able to sort of watch over and manage the, the quality of water as well. And then pretty much my Okay, okay. anything else, girls? Good, okay, thank you. Nicole, anything? And I uh, just said the other day when I'm, uh, when like the Chinese are going and like it's going to end in any specific way, it's kind of just a thing um, evangelism and like, uh, I don't know, like, like everything, like even the trees, the grass, um, the species, everything that like you need when you start doing evangelism are all being destroyed now. And it's kind of sad. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a let's take a further look. Um, okay, we got the silence in heaven. Okay, and as somebody just brought out, and of course, the word brings out seven angels are receiving their trumpets. Now, remember the number seven. We're seeing seven throughout the Book of Revelation since chapter one, and you remember what the number seven meant. Completeness, uh, completeness or perfection. The complete working, the complete uh, part of the complete thing that God wants to do. So here's these seven angels that are receiving their trumpets. Do you remember what a trumpet did? It would be a battle cry before a war, or it would be an announcement to bring people together. Okay, so it was some rallying kind of cry, whether it was to go into the battle whether it was for a good announcement, bad announcement, whatever, it was something to get people's attention. Now, a great angel receives the prayers and the incense of the people, mixes it with fire from the altar, and throws it to the earth, and there is thunder, lightning, and voices. Okay, and there's a lot of imagery up in this particular picture. Now, one of the things with silence, I stopped before when I read it, and I waited about 15, 20 seconds. And it was silent. You know, there was a silence. Well, one of the things in the scriptures, it talks about in Psalm 46.10, it says to be still and know that God is God. The actual verse is be still and know that I am God. And I have two pictures here. There's one of a girl and one of a guy that are by themselves. One is looking out to the ocean and the girl's on the hill. She's just by herself. He's just by himself. He's just still. There's no distractions. There's no music. There's no TV. There's no movies. There's no other people. It's just that person in the environment that God created. Now, Jesus has promised you and me that he would come to you and he'd come to me and he would live in us if we asked him to come into our hearts as our Lord and Savior. Have you ever taken that time to be alone with the Holy Spirit of God that he's put in you? Or are you so distracted and caught up with life that he is a second thought? He's a second thought. And the world system wants you and I to be distracted. 
The world system makes it so that you are entertained to not feel the presence of God's Holy Spirit. That's part of the strategy of the enemy. Is there a balance in your life that you have a separate time to be alone with your God? That he can speak to you about the things that are happening in and through you and to you. So I just want to encourage you to think about that and to act on it. Take that time. Carve out that time. In 1 Corinthians 6.19, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. In other words, if you have accepted, if you're here today and you've received Jesus into your life and you call yourself a Christian, you have to know that your body, my body, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, a temple was a church in the Old and New Testament where people would go, just like you're coming here today. But it was a physical place that you went. And in the Old Testament, there was a tabernacle, and at night there would be a, a fire that would be going down into the tent, into the Holy of Holies where God resided. And then during the daytime, when people were moving, it would be the cloud that would symbolize God's presence. We don't have to go anywhere anymore. You're the temple. God resides in you. The same God that was that pillar of fire in the middle of the desert at night. The same God who delivered Moses, the same God who made Adam and Eve, the same God, somebody mentioned the walls of Jericho, some, the same God who appeared to John on the island of Patmos that we're reading about in Revelation, is the same God that's in you or available to you if you haven't made that decision for Jesus Christ yet. And most people in the world have not made that decision. They think they are Christians, but they are not followers of Christ. They believe in Jesus, but so do the demons, the scripture says. The demons believe, the devil believes in Jesus, and they shudder. They shake. But if you're truly a believer, you are seeing yourself grow in a greater awareness and a greater walk with the Lord. In Habakkuk 2.20 it says, But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. The earth is not silent before the Lord yet. They're not silent before the Lord. They're not seeking the Lord. But notice, the Lord is in His holy temple. And I just share with you that you are the temple of God. The individual Christians throughout the universe, throughout the world, are the temples. The Bible also says that you're living stones being built into that body of Christ, that you're the bride of Christ. I'm part of that bride of Christ. And one day, our groom, Jesus, is going to take us to be with him. And then we have that seven years that this book of Revelation talks about, the seven years, while we're celebrating at our wedding feast down here on the earth, we'll be going through this tribulation period. 
that we're going through right now. In Zechariah 2.13, it says, Be silent, all flesh, before the Lord, for he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. Be silent, all flesh, before the Lord, for he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. Jesus Christ roused himself from his holy dwelling and came down to this earth a couple thousand years ago. He walked on this earth in human flesh for 33 years. He, he picked a time in history to separate his glory and came down so man and women, boys and girls, can look at that point in history and have to make a decision based on all the evidence that came before Jesus and after Jesus. And then make a decision for all eternity based on what he's showing you. Now, there are thousands of religions that are anti-Christ. There are thousands of people who don't investigate the evidence. The Bible also talks about in 1 Peter 1.18, 19, that you and I were, uh, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed, that you were bought back. That's the word redemption, that you were bought back, that you were purchased back from the empty way of life handed down to you from our ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. We can never forget that you and I were purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross. And now it's a matter of you and me deciding, yes, I want what he did for me. I want that sacrifice to be applied on my account because I was sold into slavery to sin. Through his death, he freed me from the slavery of sin and set me free now to be the person he wants me to be in my time on this earth. In your time on this earth, are you being the person he has bought and paid the price for you to be? Now, as we get back, here is pretty much everything that I read this morning with other things. If you look in the picture, there's probably some things you don't recognize. But you should see what we're going to about to go into right now, which is the first trumpet. Now, notice the first angel. See if you can see him up there before I show you. The first angel blew his trumpet and hail and fire mixed with blood were hurled to the earth. Actually, before we even get to the first trumpet, let's go to that other angel. There is one angel that doesn't have a trumpet. What does he have? What does one of the angels have? Besides a trumpet. This one doesn't have a trumpet. There's seven with trumpets, but there's an eighth angel. What does that eighth angel have? See if you can find it. What is it? Incense. And what else does he have? A censer, which is like a bowl or a cup that's holding this incense. Can you see him up there anywhere? Yeah. All the way on the left. This guy over here. And notice, if you look, if you can see it, he's hurling it. He's throwing it down to the earth, just like it talks about here. And here he's hurling the censer down, and right there is the censer. And if you notice, there's a lot of stuff coming out of the censer. So the angel, I'm reading verse 5, the angel took the incense burner, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it to the earth. There were thunders, rumblings, lightnings, and an earthquake. 
and, now, and the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to blow them. So this was like the start. When that angel hurled it, the seven angels got ready to blow their trumpets. And now what we're going to do is look to see what each of those trumpets, and we're only looking at a couple of them today. So in verse 7 it says, The first angel blew his trumpet, and hail and fire mixed with blood were hurled to the earth. So a third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Okay, and we see that with the first angel here. If you look down here, there's some trees and stuff that are burning up. Here's another picture of that first trumpet and the devastation that this is fire raining down. Now, no one brought this up today, but where else did we see hail and fire and blood in the scriptures? Seven plagues. Moses. Was there seven or more? How many? Ten. There were ten plagues. But Moses, you're going to see some of the very similar plagues with the fire and the hail and the uh, water turned into blood that took place in the days of Moses. Do you know what those plagues represented, why there was ten plagues and why it was those certain things. Any idea why it was those things, like the uh, frogs and the water turned to blood and all that? Does anybody have any idea what was going on back then? They, um, they worshipped. Everything that God used was an idol to the Egyptians. The water from the Nile River, they worshipped the Nile River. That was one of their gods. The frogs, they were their gods. If you see any of these movies with the uh, Egyptians, whether it's a modern day Ten Commandments or any of that stuff, look at the pictures of the statue. They're half men, half animal. Right? They worship them. The Pharaoh himself was worshipped as a god. Like his firstborn, that was the next Pharaoh. He was a god in the eyes of the Egyptians. So God destroyed all their gods. If you believe in a God that can be destroyed, pick another God. Pick another God. You don't want a God that can be destroyed. You want a God that conquers all. So that's one of the first trumpets. Here's the other first trumpet too. Just again, the fire, the destruction of the grass, and it was brought out here. The vegetation, that's food, okay? That's going to affect the economy, what people are eating. Half our, half our world is starving today. Can you imagine when a third of the vegetation is taken away? What that's going to add to the famine? And we talked about the four horsemen months month ago. Remember, one of them was famine, okay? Any questions or comments right now? Anything that you would like to add from anything you're reading? Yep. Just the number of seven continues to blow up. It kind of brought back. It took, uh, it took out seven days to make the earth. Something yeah. There's a lot of sevens used throughout the scriptures. And it's, again, just that perfect, perfect work of God's completed, like the completed the universe, seven days, the completion. And it was good. It was perfect how he made it. 
until sin came in. Anybody else? That's a good point, though. Anybody else? Anything? Okay, now we're going to go to trumpet number two. Okay, trumpet number two. And this will be the last one we look at today. And then wrap it up with how does this apply to you and to me? The second angel blew his trumpet and something like a great mountain. Now notice it says something like a great mountain. It doesn't say a great mountain. It says something like a great mountain. A blaze with fire was hurled into the sea. So a third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. And I thought it was brought out by the one group, you know, the economy. The industry, the shipping industry, and it was also mentioned about the military ships. Ships are being destroyed. But not only are ships being destroyed, as we see here, this, this blood, okay, is going to do something. It's going to kill a third of the uh, creatures in the sea. Okay, there's going to be devastation. And those creatures that wash up on land, guess what? They're not going to open up a perfume factory in that area. It's going to stink with the decay of the bodies. That's going to add to the pestilence that we talked about, the disease and germs and flies and all those insects and all that stuff are just going to be carriers of germs. Now, significance to you and to me as we wrap up. There's always a question that you should be asking yourself when you read the scriptures. What does this mean? Okay, I understand that John got these visions, but what does it mean today? Because you have to understand that this is a revelation of Jesus Christ. We should be seeing Jesus Christ on the pages of chapter 8, the verses 1 through 8 or 9 that we did today. Where is Jesus in all this? Where is he? Well, one of the things that we opened up with today, let's do this one first. In Matthew 16, 3, it says, And in the morning... Today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. And when Jesus said this to somebody, he says, you guys know that if it's a particular night the day before the next day, you can almost tell what the next day's weather is going to be like. But you can't interpret the sign of the times. And I'm here to tell you, guys, girls, look at the signs of the times today. God is trying to get your attention and my attention. This was no coincidence what happened to the sailors just last week where they were humiliated by the Iranian army where one of those soldiers was a woman and she had to wear their Muslim headdress and they had to get down on the ground with their hands behind their head. They treated us as an enemy they humiliated us in front of the world. That was a sign of things that are going on in our country with how we stand up. That would, guys, before you were born, when I was your age, that would be World War III. Iran would have been bombed for the last six or seven days. So what I want you to do is see what's going on. Don't be caught up in your own world. But see the bigger picture. What's going on in our country? What's going on in the world? Because God is, there's things prophetically taking place. Pray. Pray that God gives you wisdom in your own individual lives. 
in the lives of the people that you're dealing with every day and just pray for our country pray for that election like pastor joe was saying pray for our world there's things happening he hears your prayers remember that when you take time to pray he hears talked about some of the signs of the times preparation be prepared be prepared you guys and we do it the lockdowns the evacuation drills wonder if there was really one wonder if there was really a lockdown drill guess what I'm prepared to do in my public school I'm ready to share the gospel with those people if it really people are attacking there's going to be people screaming and crying well I'm going to be there to talk to them about eternal salvation because it might be the last minutes of our lives this is not to scare you it's to prepare you because you and I are called for certain times to act in the name of God are we ready to do that food how much do we take food for granted huh a lot we get so much every day there's so many people even in our own schools who don't get as much as we do and we talked about industry and commerce things that could take place so as we leave here today and unfortunately not everybody has off tomorrow but we enjoy our, our couple days and we get ready for another week of school pray spend some time with the Lord he wants to spend time with you hang out with him get to know him better than you know anybody else better than you know your mom your dad your brothers sisters your best friends get to know him he's the one who made every party let's pray Again, go with mob. Stay about that kingdom business. Don't worship idol gods. My king is Jesus Christ. There ain't another greater. Stay on my bending knees. Peace till you pray you hate us. My life is not my own. Sold out to God the Father. I glorify my maker. Stop me, don't even bother. Forever crumple Christ. Stand tall and represent. The devil shoot his shots. But really need to quit. Protected armor down. See, that's what we about. Weapons to fight a war, the battle won no doubt. So high on wings like eagles, east to west, north to south. Run on and never faint, eternally sold out. I'm sold out, 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 but sold out, I'm sold out, I'm sold out, I'm sold out, I'm sold out, but Jesus Christ, I'm sold out, but Jesus Christ, I'm sold out.